I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share that passion with you. This is episode 95, and today I'm going to discuss why data protection and privacy matter for jewelry marketing. I bet some of you are hearing the word data right now and rolling your eyes or like yawning and you probably are getting ready to press stop on this recording, but I want you to take this seriously. My personal opinion is that if you do any marketing for your jewelry business, this might actually be the most important episode that you listen to. And I'll explain why in just a moment. But before we get to that topic, I have a really exciting announcement. I did announce it last week, but I wanna share it again for anyone who missed it. And I wanna share some marketing-related news and insights from the past week that caught my attention. So did you know that I'm gonna be publishing a full-length book about jewelry marketing in October? It's called Jewelry Marketing Joy, and it's going to include more than 200 pages of comprehensive knowledge and wisdom about marketing your jewelry brand. Whether you're a beginner or you've been running your jewelry business for decades, you'll definitely benefit from the information in this book. I've been working on this project all year and some of the content is even from years worth of work so you can't even imagine how excited i am to finally share it with you it will be available for pre-order on september 15th and you can learn more by visiting jewelrymarketingjoy.com all right let's get to the marketing related news and insights so last week in episode 94 which was all about product descriptions I included a statistic from the Nielsen Norman group about how users read on the web. That statistic, if you can believe it or not, was actually from 1997 and hasn't been updated until this year. I was so excited to see the new research since I've been relying on that truly outdated statistic for ages. However, Not much has actually changed from 1997 to now. According to the article, quote, even though massive technology shifts have changed some behaviors, many of our original findings about how people read online remain true, even after 20 plus years, end quote. One thing that has definitely changed is the way that users process content. So for many websites today, people often process information in what's known as a lawnmower pattern. So their gaze moves from the top left of the page to the top right, then down, then back to the left, then down. So if you're watching this podcast on video, it goes something like this, I'm drawing it out for you. That's called the lawnmower pattern. So when you're planning your user experience and layout for your e-commerce site, then you definitely wanna consider how users are digesting information. 
Think with Google recently published an article about how e-commerce retailers can future-proof their businesses. They recommend developing an omni-channel approach, something I've definitely discussed a lot on this podcast, breaking down silos between physical and digital environments, prioritizing mobile shopping innovations like buy online and pick up in store, and doubling down on their commitment to technology and evolution. I definitely agree that e-commerce retailers need to always be thinking one step ahead of the game and even one step ahead of what the customer wants. For example, augmented reality try-on may seem a little bit advanced for your business, but Today's consumers are already expecting it from many e-commerce stores. So don't be afraid to try new technology and measure how your customers respond to it. And the last article, so have you ever tried incorporating memes into your jewelry brand's marketing? As you can probably guess, it's a risky move. So Digiday recently published an article about why venturing into meme-based marketing can be risky for brands. According to this article, quote, while brands are making the jump into memes content to reach younger consumers, the reaction to brands doing so is a mixed bag. That's because brands are using a content type dominated by younger audiences made up of references and jokes that brands may not be aware of. Basically, brands can seem like they are trying to get in on a joke or they might become the joke, end quote. So before you start using memes as a tactic to reach younger customers, realize that memes are a language all of their own. And if you're not fluent in that language, you may come across as seeming a little silly or dumb. So definitely know what you're getting into if you're going to start using memes in your marketing. If you want to get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up, and you'll get a digest with the links whenever a new episode drops. Okay, let's get to the most exciting topic in the world, data privacy and protection. I promise you it will be worth your time. So if you collect email addresses on your website or sell anything from your e-commerce storefront, then you actually have access to sensitive data that your customers definitely would not want exposed. Jewelry businesses of every size, even the small ones, should be actively protecting customer data and addressing their customers' privacy concerns. No business today is immune to data breaches and cyber attacks. Over the past few years, a number of jewelry brands have been impacted by data breaches, which can occur as a result of internal error or external foul play. In December 2018, for example, Signet Jewelers was impacted by a data breach that allowed any person to view the order information of other customers by slightly modifying the link included in an order confirmation email. That's pretty bad. A year later, e-commerce jewelry brand Misoma announced to its customers in an email that malicious software from a third party had targeted their payments page and, quote, inserted a code that was designed to capture information entered during the checkout process, end quote. As a jewelry brand, you need to care about data protection just as much as you care about the customer experience because the two actually go hand in hand and support one another. Today's consumers, your target customers, 
are seriously worried about their data. According to a report from Pew Research Center, 79% of Americans are concerned about how their data is being used by companies. You should care too if you want to build a long-term relationship with your customers that's built on trust and respect. You likely already know that data, when used carefully and responsibly with the best intentions, can help you improve the customer experience, and that's a really positive thing all around. Many consumers don't even realize that your careful storage of their customer data is actually helping you give them exactly what they want, a more personalized, convenient, and fun shopping experience. 90% of US consumers find marketing personalization very or somewhat appealing but many don't realize that their data is actually the price they have to pay for that. Storing and leveraging the data you have about your customers is one of the best ways to serve them. So as you provide your customers with as much value as possible, you also simultaneously have a major responsibility to use their data carefully while respecting their privacy and maintaining full transparency. Not only should you care about data protection and privacy for your customers' sake, but you should also care about data for the sake of your business reputation and to safeguard yourself from legal troubles. Breaking the laws of data protection and privacy can leave you vulnerable to things like hefty fines, penalties, and other legal consequences, which could put your business and your livelihood at risk. So let's talk about transparency. When it comes to marketing in 2020 and beyond, transparency is key for so many reasons. Not only do today's consumers wanna know everything about a company's supply chain and about the social causes that the company supports, but they also wanna know how their data is being handled and used. As a result, you must be open and honest about that information. Posting a generic privacy policy on your website is just, it's just not good enough. Instead, you should be proactively sharing information about how you're protecting customer data and actively and regularly letting your customers know how their information is being used. For example, instead of promising your customers they'll receive occasional notices about promotions in exchange for their email addresses, be super specific and let them know how often you send emails and what kind of emails you typically send. Always give them a chance to adjust their email preferences as well so they always feel like they have a way to opt out if that's what they want. You also really need to know about privacy regulations. You definitely want to familiarize yourself with them, both regulations in the United States and globally, so you can achieve compliance as a business and be super knowledgeable when customer questions and concerns arise because you never know when those will pop up. So for example, the PCI DSS, or Payment Card Industry Data Security Standard, is a set of standards created by credit card issuers to ensure secure credit card transactions online. If you sell anything online, you must adhere to the PCI DSS standards. In addition, the Federal Trade Commission, or the FTC, also has its own privacy and security guidelines, which you can find on their website. The most stringent of the privacy regulations, however, is the European Union's General 
Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, which went into effect on May 25th, 2018. Just because your business is based in the US doesn't mean you're exempt from the regulations. The GDPR actually encompasses any business that sells products to customers in the EU or that collects data from these customers. GDPR requires marketers to follow super strict guidelines, especially when it comes to email marketing. The cost of failing to comply with these guidelines can be very high. According to the Financial Times, quote, regulators in the UK have levied $126 million in fines for data violations since instituting the new stronger privacy mandates in mid-2018. Super scary sounding, right? I don't want to turn you off or make this topic seem unapproachable. So as a caveat, I do wanna mention some really great opportunities that happen as a result of all these laws regarding data privacy and protection. So adhering to these data rules definitely may seem daunting and overwhelming, but it actually presents great opportunities for you as a business and can challenge you to strengthen your marketing strategy in accordance with the best practices. Consider the fact that having access to customer data is a privilege and not a right. As long as you can handle and manage customer data responsibly, then you'll be able to maintain access to it. If you break the rules, then you'll lose your privilege and forfeit an important tool in your marketing arsenal. Furthermore, data privacy rules and regulations force you to gain true consent from everyone who receives your marketing communications. For example, every subscriber on your email list should be someone who has willfully agreed to receive your emails and who doesn't unsubscribe at any point. This is actually great. As a brand, you only wanna be marketing to people who are genuinely qualified to be your customers. Otherwise, what's the point? Why would you wanna spam people who don't wanna hear from you? Privacy rules and regulations can help you trim your customer list so you can send more specific and targeted emails to the right people. And at the end of the day, that can only benefit you and help your reputation as a brand. Finally, data privacy rules and regulations can also encourage a culture of transparency within your business operations. If you follow the guidelines and best practices outlined by the GDPR and other organizations, then you'll immediately begin conducting business in a more transparent and accessible way. Today's consumers, now savvier than ever before, will appreciate your openness and your concern for their data, for their identity and privacy. You'll build a foundation of trust and earn their respect and loyalty over time. All super positive things. What do you think? Did this episode bore the heck out of you? Do you feel really overwhelmed by data? I'd love to hear your thoughts. It's definitely a complicated issue, but knowing the basics can help you have a stronger business overall and improve your marketing strategy. You can always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com with your questions, comments, or feedback. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies, 
for e-commerce jewelry retailers.